Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Happy Welcome Back Day. Guess who's back? Back again. Bryce is back. Tell a friend. I'm Tim Donnelly. Dennis Cox along with us. The weirdest injury run that I can remember is coming to a close. Uh, Bryce Young, do you know how weird this injury was? How weird? Bryce Young was the number one overall pick. Okay. He missed an NFL football game. NFL is king in this country, right? It is the most popular thing. If you look at the highest rated shows per year, it's like some like 80 out of 100 are all football games. It's just football is king. Mm -hmm. When he came out to practice today, David Newton, who covers the team, Right, he covers like he's there every media availability for ESPN. Yes, he had to note that Bryce Young was practicing, and his right ankle was taped because up until he was back at practice, the team never acknowledged which ankle it was. That's a fair point. We didn't know which ankle was hurt. The number one overall pick missed an NFL football game. Andy Dalton played an entire game because Bryce Young was hurt, and w- once he comes back, we go, oh, the right ankle. Ah, okay. So that, how weird is that? Ah, the sea is silent. <laughs> it's, it's like one of those, okay, all right, it was his right ankle. We didn't even know. That is unbelievably strange. Right? I feel like... I mean, I talked about it yesterday. The Saquon Barkley ankle injury, we were, like, in the, the, the doctor's waiting room looking at the, the MRIs with him, right? High ankle, low ankle. We know we know everything. Mm-hmm. Bryce Young, we didn't even know which ankle it was. I mean, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, we had a diagnosis, I felt like, before the game was even over. That's, like, uh, uh, that's, that's even more true. We knew yeah. when, when the MRI, we saw him on the cart going in, on the cart coming out. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I have uh, screws in my – six screws in my hand, had surgery – when I woke up the next day, or not the next day, when I woke up after surgery, right, they put you under, uh, there was a big no on my right hand yeah. written in Sharpie because they they had they want, didn't want to operate on the wrong hand. Yep. I had the same thing on the knee, knee operation. Did, did we have to go, like, watch for Bryce Young and go, where's the no? Is, is, yeah. is, like, I know he didn't have surgery, but I'm just saying, like, th- we, we had nothing to go on which side would have been the one to, to peak. It's weird. And now he's back out of practice. Here's Frank Reich on Bryce testing his ankle at practice. I know he tested it a little bit yesterday with the, you know, he did some things, but there's nothing like getting out on the field and, you know, going through a practice. And so, you know, we'll, we'll get him out there and, uh, you know, credit to Bryce for, you know, being ready. I mean, really at the beginning, we were thinking one to two weeks, uh, thinking it could be more too, but, you know, he's done everything he can do to get back here. Um, so, and he, obviously wants to be out there we want him out there um you know as long as he's ready to go and play winning football and uh so you know we'll see what he can get done out there today and then see how he responds to it and then no more tomorrow see how his right ankle responds to it you know what would be absolutely hilarious if it was his left ankle 
he just taped up the right to go out to practice to throw everybody off. It's gamesmanship around here. Now, that would be high-level trolling. Maybe you should tape both. In in high school, ironically, because I have a pulled hamstring right now from playing, like, you know, sponsor softball, I, I tore my hamstring in high school. Okay. And I had to have a super elaborate wrap on it. Like, mm-hmm. with, with, it was ridiculous. Uh, my coach made me wear either leggings or long socks every game because then both legs would be covered rather than just one because he thought the other team would go after anything that oh, looked yeah. like it was wrapped. This was high school football. Oh, yeah. So Bryce Young throwing – he should have taped both ankles. Kept exactly. us guessing. Exactly. Kept us guessing. Been out there. The other team wouldn't know which one to turn on the bottom of the pile. Tape both ankles but wear, long, but wear full-length leggings? No one would know. No one would have any clue. Now that he's back, here's here's what it what it comes down to. Uh, everything in sports, everything in football especially, is about gaining information. Kind of like what I just described, right? Mm-hmm. You you want to control the information that the other team gains on you, right? It's why sometimes, uh, you know, if you're up two touchdowns, you call plays just to put them on tape so the other team prepares for them. And then what do you run when you play the other team the next week? The counter off of that, the play action. Right, it's all about gaining and 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 disseminating information on your own terms. Now that Bryce Young is back, remember the information you gained while Andy Dalton was on the field. Remember what Bryce Young did in college, right? Remember, do, some people have completely forgotten about him because he was hurt and then he's he's suspended for gambling. Do you remember Jamison Williams? Yeah. Remember Bryce Young throwing it deep to Jamison Williams? A yeah. whole bunch. Yep. Okay, now remember drawing up deep balls for DJ Chark with Andy Dalton? Mm-hmm. Connect the two, right? Go, okay, if, if DJ Chark is ready to be a deep ball receiver, well, Bryce Young, not going back that far into his, his history, pretty good deep ball thrower. Make those connections. Here's Frank Reich on the chance for big plays in the offense this week. And When you go up against these teams, there's a chance if, if he blitzes like he has done in the past, um, and it's a lot, if it's one of those games, then they're going to get us on one or two plays, more than likely. I mean, I, you know, I doubt we're going to you know, be perfect on every play, um, that, although that is the goal. Um, but they'll get you for one or two plays. But when, you know, typically this is for any defense like this, but, you know, you do that, and we should, in theory, get some big plays off of it. You know, if we're doing our job right, if we're prepared right, if we execute right, we should get some big plays. And and we should feel comfortable about that exchange. Yes, I agree you need big plays. I agree if they're going to blitz you, you need big plays. But you need to play to the strengths. You need to gather the information and work off of it. DJ Chark, right, 47-yard touchdown catch. It was a blown coverage, but he he made a guy miss in the process. I'm more excited by the 28-yarder that was challenged and upheld that he made on, on the sideline Yeah, because that shows that DJ Chark, right, you don't make that catch if you're worried about whatever ailment you're you're going through. If DJ Chark is back and he's ready to be a deep ball guy, well, guess what? Bryce Young needs to be able to find him. Also, let's, let's again, the information gathered. What could be the only reason you kept Bryce Young out of last week? Protect him? Get him 100% healthy, right? Oh, yeah. It's It's... I think if you know if that was the game that they needed to win to make the playoffs, my he guess is Bryce Young would have been out there. Mm-hmm. But you were conservative, right? You protected him. You wanted him to be 100% healthy. Well, guess what that means? He should be close to, if not fully ready to go by, by this weekend. Use his legs. What did, you, what did you learn against Seattle with Andy Dalton? 
Uh, well, you're going to just sit in there and make some throws with pressure in your face. Andy mm-hmm. Dalton was was had stuff on his doorstep the entire game. A veteran is going to be more comfortable with with a guy breathing down his neck and making that throw. Rookies are skittish. Young quarterbacks are skittish. So just get him on the move. If his legs work now, if his ankle's okay, get him on the move. RPO him. Run pass option. Trust me, there are color commentators that would love to to get the telestrator out and describe an RPO while Bryce Young is in there. Because they like doing that, even when it's not an RPO. It could be a direct handoff. They just Exactly. Like, they just like but they make RPO. it look like an RPO. Actually call RPOs. If if it was that important to have his ankle 100% mm-hmm. or cl- as close to as it can possibly be, use it. Right? <laughs> hey, we need him to be completely mobile. Why? So we can keep him in the pocket and not use his mobility. That doesn't make any sense. If you're, if you're waiting for him to be completely mobile, use the mobility. Even if that mobility is to make things more simple for him, right? We saw that early yep. in, even in Cam Newton's career. It was like, okay, we can roll this guy out, shrink the field to half of it, give him three levels to choose from, find the open guy. If it's not there, pick up some yards with your legs or throw the ball away. You could simplify a game that way for a rookie. And and that would be an adjustment, right? You thought Bryce Young was going to come in on graduate level everything. Turns out he needs a little bit more of, a, of an on-ramp, as many rookies do. Yeah. So give him the on-ramp, right? Simplify the play calling, get him on the move, simplify the reads. Like that that's what I'm talking about. Gather the information and change your course, right? Mm-hmm. As soon as you realize you you're you're making a mistake, do you know what the first thing on your to-do list should be? Stop making that mistake, right? <laughs> Before you can even worry about fixing it, stop making the mistake. Maybe maybe he needs a little bit more of an on-ramp. Thank you for listening to the Best of the Drive podcast. We're here with Coach Pete, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Coach, let's hear about your power plan. Well, Coach Pete's power plan, 22 steps to get you on the right direction for retirement. Also, make sure you have a successful income-filled retirement. Tim, the next 10 people are going to give that away. No cost or obligation. For the power plan, call 800-691-3215. You can also go ahead and text Tim to 600-700. The phone number, 800-691-3215, or text Tim to 600-700. The blame game's a fun one. Who's to blame? It's easy. It is. It is. <laughs> Sometimes too easy. Uh, Scott Fitter, GM, Carolina Panthers. How much of their rough start is attributed to him and how he built the roster? The roster, at least through three games, is not good enough this year. The depth is an issue across the roster, right? Offensive line suffers a couple injuries. They can't deal with it. They really struggle. The wide receivers, when Chark was hurt, desperately missed the deep threat and didn't really have the explosiveness. Uh, we're seeing the defense battle injuries, and and the depth is being tested. That's kind of the GM, right? It's it's You need to evaluate which players are on your roster, especially like – you know, anyone can pick the pro bowlers, uh, right? We should extend to that. Like Brian Burns, we should extend that guy. I'm Look at that. I'm a genius talent evaluator. No. The the more difficult thing to do is to evaluate who you're going to pick in the third round to be the defensive end behind Brian Burns. And, oh, you pick DJ Johnson, trade it up for him, and he can barely get on the field. The depth is showing. Hasn't even gotten on the field. True. <laughs> he actually dressed week one against the Atlanta Falcons and did not play a snap. Both defense nor special teams, and he was in uniform, and then he's been active the last two weeks. So here's here's how bad that pick is looking at the moment. 
and he's not he's not super young i don't believe i don't think it's like a long-term project it's not like drafting a you know an 18 year old european in the nba where it's like we're not expecting him to play at all for three years anyway yeah he's 24 yeah so he's he's someone you traded up most likely to contribute and he's not um <laughs> you know it's bad when i say could barely get on the field he's, and it's like correction actually it's worse than that i have to look but he might just be barely younger than brian burns so my point is the depth falls on the GM. That you're the you're the guy that's supposed to find the diamonds in the rough. You're the guy that's supposed to find the cheap veterans or the 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 late round picks to complete a roster that can be I would again, I've talked about this. Backups in the NFL are like the little donut tire that you have under your trunk. Right? When when you blow out a tire, when you have a flat, you put on the little donut they don't have to be able to drive you right from here to California, but they have to be able to get you to the nearest auto body shop or to home. You're the one that's supposed to find the little donut tires that can keep it uh, on the road, get you moving for a couple weeks while other guys get healthy. Here's Frank Reich on everybody's getting hurt, and that includes Bryce. We're going to get to the point here in the year where there's probably a few players that are 100% anymore. So, it you know, it doesn't have to be 100%, you know, but he just needs to be able to function and play you know winning football um and again that will come down to asking him how he feels watching him on the practice field talking to the doctors and trainers looking at you know how his ankle responds um I, it'll I, you know i'm not fretting over it you know it, it's going to play itself out and we're confident however it plays itself out you're confident in how it plays itself out listen your starting quarterback gets hurt i don't blame the gm for that Right there's, ever you're gonna yell out 2018 Eagles, and I'm gonna say that's the outlier, not the rule. If your starting quarterback gets hurt, your entire outlook on the season changes, and I'm fine with that. However, if one of your interior offensive linemen gets hurt, and your entire outlook on the season changes, you probably didn't have the depth you needed offensive line. But here, here's the thing, right? That's the rough part. That's the part where Scott Fitterer has to. Right, put put one hand on either side of the sink and make some eye contact with himself in the mirror and have a real conversation. Here's the the good news. The good news is the roster building thing, specifically on offense, is only a failure if you don't build and support and learn how to build and support Bryce Young. That it's only a failure if you look at this season and don't know exactly what you need. I've used this example, uh, and I actually see some similarities. Um, Tua and Bryce, both Alabama, both uh, uh, undersized, although Tua's a little bit thicker. Um, neither have the Josh Allen arm, but both have enough arm, right? Like, like there's there's some similarities. Both timing receivers or timing passers. Both played with very good wide receivers in college. Like, there's a, there's a, a lot to get at. The Dolphins were horrendously built for Tua's skill set early in his career. Right? They had tall, possession-wide receivers that were good at jump balls. Tua doesn't like throwing jump balls. If you go back and look at his college, he had a bunch of speed guys. He had a bunch of smaller speed guys, the Devontae Smiths of the world, the Jalen Waddles of the world, that that he could throw to open spaces and they would go find it. Right? He could he could throw the timing route and they could run into it. So the Dolphins were horrendously built for him early in his career. He didn't look good. Do you remember the the moments where where the world was screaming that Tua was a bust? Doesn't even feel that long ago, right? Like 
Guess what they did this past weekend? He scored 70. Did you see the mic'd up? Did you see the mic'd up, Dennis? I am a sucker for a good mic'd up. Where Tyreek Hill was asking, can we do the celebration? They're ahead by like 60. And, and Tyreek's going, can we do the celebration we worked on? And in the huddle, before he calls the play, Tua looks at the team and says, hey, after we score right here, we're going to do the celebration that we worked on. Then he calls the play. Then they score a touchdown. Then they run into the end zone and do a conga line. It's working out for Tua. They were able to learn all of the ways the roster didn't fit Tua his rookie year. And over the next however many years, it's been two years, build a roster that fits him like a glove. Mm -hmm. And now they're the most explosive offense in the NFL. They scored 16 more points this past week than Carolina has scored the entire season. Tua told the reporters today that he's having the most fun he's had since playing in college. You think? Yeah. If you're not having fun, I'd be questioning You have wide receivers running open, and you're throwing them open all over the place. And every time you hand it off, uh, Devon Achan, he he changed the pronunciation of his name after his billion touchdown game. Yeah. or Raheem Mostert. Or Raheem, yeah, or Mostert. Or, like, Jalen Wild didn't even play, you scored 70. Yeah. Uh, every time you hand it off, they score. Every time you throw it, they score. Of course you're having fun. That's a team that learned and then corrected. I don't, I don't think the Dolphins would look at his rookie year and say it was a failure. They would say it felt like a failure at the time, but if we didn't have that, we wouldn't have learned, oh, we need to get rid of Devontae Parker. We need to get rid of Preston Williams. We need to get rid of Mike Kosicki. We need to bring in Tyreek Hill. We need to bring in Jalen Waddle. Even if that means spending a lot to do it, that's what he needs. But also the key part of all that, got a new head coach and new play caller too. Mike McDaniel. And, and that might have been upper management saying, all right, we need to get a more modern, more uh, similar to the style that he played at, at Alabama coordinator. Mm-hmm. Right? Was it Chan Gailey was the the offensive coordinator for Tampa when they, they, he wanted Fitzpatrick and not Tua? It was a whole thing. That guy, in football terms, is a dinosaur. Yeah. Mike McDaniel is like a newer species that hasn't even been invented yet. He's like my age, literally. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that's not even an exaggeration. He's not like your age. He's... Like, he gets references that the players don't, you know. He makes a reference in a team team, team uh, uh, meeting, and the players are like, what is that? He's like, oh, sorry, Gen Z thing. <laughs> so, like, that's the blueprint, right? This year, and I know it's only three games in, but this year might look like a failure to the Panthers. But it's not as long as they learn exactly what Bryce Young needs and the front office, the GM, the ownership are able to put all of those things in position over the next year or two. And if that happens, they're going to look back and go, yeah, you know what? We had to get rid of this. This We had to change that. We had to switch the play caller. We had to start doing more of RPO game. We needed to do these things that very obviously we weren't doing and he was thirsting for. I said this earlier. So much in the NFL is about gathering information. Sometimes it's about gathering what doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay, that doesn't work. Cross it off the list. Let's try something else. Okay, that doesn't work. It's like uh, just because I've been doing a lot of like home improvement stuff, a little DIY, it's like trying to figure out an unlabeled breaker box, right? You turn on the light in the living room when you're going to put the fan in the living room. Then you have somebody go out to the breaker box in the garage. You flip off the breaker. 
Was that it? No. Nope. Okay. Okay, turn it back on, flip the next one. And it's just as valuable to know which of these breakers doesn't uh, turn off the light in the living room because you can eliminate it. So guess what? Whatever you have with Carolina thus far, it's not working. Write it down. Did not work, right? Breaker box number one, not the living room. Write it down. Breaker number two, not the living room. Write it down. That's the only way this becomes a colossal failure for Scott Fitter. He tried something. He thought what 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 he needed was Miles Sanders and Adam Thielen and Aiden Hurst. Doesn't look like it's working right now. It's either the play calling or it's this other thing or it's this other thing. Try something new now. That's the only way you save this. That's the only way the Dolphins can look back at Tua's rookie year and go, you know what? It wasn't a failure. We eliminated a lot of ideas. Mm-hmm. Got us to where we are. Now we're scoring 70 on the Broncos. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.